Rabbi good morning. A good Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos Kaidish. Parshish Tazriya Mitzayra, Erev Shabbos Kaidish, Rosh Kaidish, ER, which has come upon us today and tomorrow, Mitzayam Shabbos Kaidish, will have two Sufri Torah. And I always mentioned on Shabbos Rosh Kaidish what my Zaydi used to do when it's brought down to the Mishnah Brura, that one should do his utmost to add on a special Michael. In order to be not only mechabed the Shabbos, but also to mechabed the Rosh Chodesh. And uh, before we start saying some divrei Torah, divrei Chizuk, and some Yivalika Maises that I was able to think about and to see, we're holding. We just want to mention that you know this week uh, was the end of the Bein Azmanim. We had a week after the Yontif, and everyone was mekayim the mitzvahs of Pesach. And as I've mentioned in the past, that my Rebbe of Moshe Feinstein used to have a tremendous feeling that the month of Nisan was the month of Gula, and he would hope and pray that the Gula should have come, and when the Gula didn't come, he fell down. And to a certain extent, we also could have that same feeling, that same thought, you know, we really waited and we really hoped that the Gula Shlema would have come, but we weren't Zeicher. And we say, well, okay, this is the way it's been, and this is the way it's going to be, and we lose... Uh, hope, which is not what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to do. But I always like to say over that the uh, Mashkiach, Rav Don Segel Shalita, great, great Mashkiach here in Eretz Yisrael, always says over that it's not true, that the truth is the Gula did come. We did have a Gula. Every single one of us elevated ourselves. I mentioned to Aner Yaakov Talmud who called me last night and asked me how Rebbe, how was Yantif? And I said it was it was uplifting, it was meraimim, and we were zeichet to so many, so many wonderful, wonderful things, and everyone was zeichet to do the mitzvahs hayyayim, and the mitzvahs of the yontif, and not to eat chametz, and to only eat k'neidlach, or not k'neidlach, or whatever your minig is, and we, we, we all had a gula, the gula comes in different shalavim, it comes in different stages, and the muscle we always give is, is that we're getting closer to the gula, as we look at the Kaisal Maravi, we always mention that uh, this is really what the Mabit says. The Mabit says that in his Sefer on Tfila, on the Beis Elokim, that every time we say the Brach of Gal Yisrael, the Gula, that there's a new element of Gula that takes place. And the Mashal is that for so many generations, the greatest people, the others, and the Imahos, and the Moshe Rabbeinu, and Yeshua Ben Nun, and the Tanoim, and Amaroyim, and the Vilna Gaon, and the Baal Shem Tov, and Reb Nachman, Reb Reslev, they all elevated Klai Yisrael, and they brought us closer. Like we look at the Kaisal, and we see that the, the small little stones that are on top, but on the bottom there's very, very large stones. And if you go underneath the tunnel tours, you see the tremendous size of the stones that were used to build the Beis HaMikdash, and this is just the remnant of it. We see tremendous, tremendous stones. That's really, that's the that's the Yisod, that's, the, that's what's holding up the Kaisal. But on top there are little stones, and that really represents our generation. Our generations were building little stones and little stones, we're adding and adding and adding, and hopefully our mitzvahs and our maizim daivim are adding another part of the building of the Shekhinah, which is what we need. And that's what we're hoping, and that's what we're praying for, especially now when we're counting the days towards the month of 
Sivan, we'll speak a little bit more about it, which is the Tachlis of the whole Avoidus to get to Kabbalah Satayra, Mitzvah We're now holding on the 15th day of, of uh, the counting, but we're getting closer to the 49th and to the 50th day. So this is really what we have to feel, that we did not lose out on this Yantif. We did have a Gula. The Gula comes in stages, and Mirz Hashem, we should be zoicher to the Gula, Shleim and Meir of Yameinu, Amen Vamein. This week, I went uh, to be Menachem Avul by the, the great Rosh Hashiva here in Harnof, Rabbi Yonis and David Shlita, the son-in-law of Hutner's Zeichat Tzadik Levrocha, and he's sitting Shiva on the passing of his Rebetzin, Rebetzin Bruya David, who was a famous, famous, the daughter of Rav Hutner, and she was the principal of the famous seminary called BJJ, which she founded in the early 70s, and she was really a pioneer in the Indian of the seminary system, and many, many hundreds and thousands of Talmudists went through her tutelage. It was a big loss for the Rosh Hashiva, Reb Yonison, and it's a big loss for Klai Yisrael. But she was truly an Ashish Chayo, and she was a Basque of a Godel, of Gedolim. And she raised the bar of, of greatness in the, um, in the world of Chinuch Abonis. I saw in Maimra Muska that one of the Rebbe Shlomo Zalman Zatzal used to pass by the seminary, which is called the Seminar HaChadash, which was here for the Israeli programs. My Two of my daughters learned there. And the founder of that seminary was Rebbe Hillel Lieberman, Zechot Zadok Levracha. And Rebbe Shlomo Zalman, he would pass by, he would get out of the car, and he used to say, oh, this is the place that built Klal Yisrael. And he would say, over the mice and nests of the base Yisrael and the, and the, um, and Rabbi Aaron Mibels, that it seems in the early 50s that there was no opportunity for girls to really get a chinuch. And we were really worried about what would be with the building of Klai Yisrael, who would be the Ashish Chayos that would want to be able to have husbands that would sit and learn Torah. And it seems that uh, one of the Gedolim went to, uh, to the, the base Yisrael, and he told the base Yisrael, and the base Yisrael said, what can I do, what can I do? Oh, he just said, what can I do, what can I do? So someone said that, you know, what's needed is really support money. Well, if we'll get money, there'll be support. So he decided, the base Yisrael, to go to the Rebbe Mibels, and he went into Rebbe Mibels, and they say that there was a third person that was there, and he heard the conversation, and he said over with this other person that said that if there'll be funds, then they'll be able to build Torah by through the through the base Yaakov system. They say Rabbi Aaron's bells repeated it three times. Oh, if there'll be funds, if there'll be funds, if there'll be funds, then they'll be able to be chinuch for the bonus. And from that day and onwards, all of a sudden things started changing, and all of a sudden the government, the the, the chinuch hatzmoi, and other systems, they're able to find different fundings and budgets, and from that came a whole cater of thousands and thousands of Benoist Rome. And we see today the tremendous growth of the B'nai Torah and the, and the, and the Bas Torahs in Eretz Yisrael, all to that mice and nest. That's why Rapsal Mazalman would stop when he passed by those buildings. To the same effect, we could say to Rebbe and David, Zichrona Levrocha was really a pioneer. I want to speak a little bit more about her. 
maybe a little bit more in the context of what we want to say in the parashas of Shavua. In this week's parasha, we have a double parasha, Tazmir and Mitzorah. And I was thinking of the lines at the beginning of Parsha Tazria. It says the Pasik, A woman, when she will become pregnant and she'll give birth to a Zohar. So then there's the Indian of the Tumah, Shivas Yamim, and the Torah goes through a lot of detail how long she has to remain the Tahira, 33 days for a Zohar, 66 days for an Akeva. And the famous Rashi, Rashi points out, Amrib Samloi. Reb Simloi said, just like creation of man, we know that in the beginning of the Torah, we describe the creation of the world. And the animal kingdom came into the world before the man, the, 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 the man came into the world. Man only came into the world in the Yom HaShishi, the last day. So just like there, the animal kingdom came first, and then man came last. It's the same feature over here. The Torah, when it's spoken last week's parasha, parasha Shmini, it spoke about the the different animals, which is tar, which is Tameh. So also the Torah of the behemoths came first, and then came the Torah of the creation of man, which is Isha Kisazria. So I saw it brought down that the morale already brings down that really the Kishem is not really the same, the same fashion because... There's a reason why man was created last. Like the Medrash says that the purpose is in order that man, if he'll become a Valgaiva, he shouldn't think that he's really that great because you know who came before you, even a fly, a simple fly, a feel a Yatush came before you. And other reasons. But what does that have to do with the Yitzira and the Torah of man, that man came last? So the answer that they give is, is that the Tachlis of the world was the other Masholim. The whole purpose of why HaKadosh Baruch created the world, and he created the animal kingdom, is in order that man should be able to come into the world, and man should be able to be Misakin, and to bring out the highest level of really what the purpose of the world is. And that's why the Torah says, just like in the Bria, the, the, the man was created last in order to be male, to bring up the level of the world, so the Torah, which is the Tikkun of man, because without the Torah, Man cannot really, truly be complete. We see what the world is like when the world does not have Torah. We take a look at the world today. Lawlessness. It's really, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. Yeah, someone sent a little clip that, uh, that Ben Shapiro made a bracha on a piece of, on a, on a new bar that is a, a, a Mr. Bar, a his bar and a her bar because he wanted to go against <coughs> those that are pro the changing of the names and instead of calling Mr. and Mrs. or his and hers, everything is whatever you want it to be. Transgender rules these days. So I'm not here to go to just bash transgender. I'm here just to bring out that the Rebbe created the male and the female, the Zohar and the Nekeva. That's what man, that's the way the Rebbe wants it. And therefore, the Tachlis is the Torah. When we have the Ashkaf of the Torah, we have the Mitzvahs of the Torah. When we have the the the, 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 the Kedusha of the Torah, that's why the Torah brings out, after the halachas of the animals, it brings out the halachas of how we, how we are able to what? To be able to bring Kedusha instead of Tumah into the world. And that's why the Torah tells us 
on the, the beginning of Reishis, it says, Yom Hashishi. Why did it say Hashishi? Hey, Hayadia? Because everything was waiting until the sixth day of Sivan. The whole world was in balance. Will the world continue or will the world turn back to Tovavo? Because the Lashon of the Maral is the Gemar Berea is only through the Torah. The Torah is what helps us to become complete. And I think this we can find also in another Pasuk, in the Parsha, when the Parsha speaks about further, it says that the major part of Tazriya Mitzorah deals with the Mitzorah, the Negayim, the Nega. And it speaks about Adam Kiyah Ba'or Besorah. And everyone raises the question, why does it say Adam Kiyah Ba'or Besorah? They say, because it this applies only to a Yid and not to a Goy. Atem Kriyam Adam. Klai Yisrael is called the Adam. <clears throat> and the Umas Ha'olam are not called the Adam. And over here we have to reflect upon this point. Why is it that there's no halacha of Nagayim by an Akam? What are, are, are they more tahar than we are? So the answer that the Orachayim HaKadosh gives is, is that it says, Adam Kiyeh Ba'or B'Sarai. By a Yid, it's only on the Chitzanis, it's only on the flesh. But with inside the yid, a yid always remains pure. While the akum, akum, they're not called adam. Akum, their panemius already is destroyed. Their, their, their panemius is a panemius of Toma. And therefore, they're not affected. It's like, you know, when you have a, um, uh, a very, very fine suit that was created with the finest materials, one little blemish all of a sudden affects the whole thing. But if a person has a coarse baguette, right, a coarse garment. So then, if you have a little blemish, it's not really going to make a difference. A yid, we are the finest material. And why are we the finest material? Because we are called the Adam. There are a lot of different nuschayis uh, that you can use to describe people. For instance, it says the Lashon of Ish. In Ish, there's a plural of Anashim, or Enosh, mankind. But by Adam, there is no plural for Adam. Because Anoshim, Anoshim are all different dis- disparate uh, human beings. Adam represents a Lashon Yochid. Kla Yisrael is considered one. The uh, Akum is not considered one. And this was brought out by the great Rav Meir Shapir, the founder of the Dafa Yoimi and the Rashiva of Yeshiva's Chachmir Berlin, who was the famous blood trial against a Jew by the name of. Belilus, Belulus, who was, they, they accused him of one of these blood libels of killing a child and, and using the dam for the matzis. And this took place in the early 1900s. I think it was 1902 or 1907, I'm not sure. And in 1907, I think it was. And uh, Rebbeir Shapiro sent a letter to the, the Rav of Moscow, then it was Rav Maza. And he told them that it's going to be, um, they're going to use the famous question that all the uh, negators of the Torah always used. They used to po- poke holes, try to poke holes at the Torah. And they said, oh, the Torah is racist because, with, because of the Chazal. This Chazal, Atem Kriyam Adam, Kriyam Adam. It says they were Medayik from this Pasuk. They would bring the Maimah Chazal. The Gemara says in Yavamas that only Jews are called people. 
they're, they're like considered like the upper stratosphere, and the Umas are not considered Adam. So if Shapira said, no, that Klai Yisrael is called Adam because Klai Yisrael Arevim Zelazel. One Jew is hurt in a faraway country. When one Jew is under a death penalty, the whole Jewish world gets up and the whole Jewish world stands together. Well, by the Akum, if one person is affected, it could be the people of the town, <clears throat> they might stand up. But the rest of the country, they might just have a little bit of a blip. But would there be a nation on the other side of the world that would stand up for that person? No. Because the Goyim, the Akum, they themselves are disparative. They're not really together. And that's why the Torah tells Atem Kriyam Adam. And therefore, the, the Rebbeir Shabir said, Belilus, he's one of ours no matter which part of the world we're in. And this shows us what the true Adam Asholim is. The Adam Asholim is someone that we are so connected to another Jew <coughs> that if we speak Lashon Hara, then we're affected by it. It affects our chitzonius, and it's a miraculous thing. It goes in our buzzer. It could go in our clothes. It could go in our houses. This was something that was a miraculous thing. We don't have it today, the Ramban says, but we see that this is something that inherently a Jew, when he speaks Lashon Hara, he's separating himself from the other Jews. And inherently, we are considered one. You know, I... So, Gavalda, some Gavaldic and Mises, and I, I want to mention them. The um, first, we'll say like this: I say Gavaldic Gavort that I saw Mise that Revalyashiv Zetzal. In this week's parish, it also speaks about the union of Bris Mila, the union of Bris Mila, and this is really what the Torah is telling us. The Torah is telling us, Hashmini Yimo Besar if we understand really what the tachlis of the world is, which is to make the other mashalim, then we'll get to the matzah v'yom hashmini yimo b'sar elasayim. So the, um, there was a, a person, that when Rav already was older, they brought a yid to him with his son, and they said he had a five-year-old son, and the family members, they said, this particular person needs a bracha. He's coming with his son, his son's about to start learning in cheder, and he wants to get a bracha. And even though Rav then was very, very shvach, and he wasn't really having uh, times for people to give brachas, but they told him, this person is special. So when they got there, the Avreich, he looked like a regular Kolo guy, turns to the Rav Yashiv and says, does the Rav remember me? So Rav Yashiv looked at him and he said, no. So he said, I have to tell the Rav that f- over five years ago, I came to the Rav, but I was in a different form. Then I wasn't Jewish. I was the person that the Rav sold the Chomets to five years beforehand, and I couldn't get over the Rav's personality and the Rav's tahira, and I said to myself, if, the, if there could be such a person in the world that acts in such a way, with such fine kite, with such midas uh, I want to be part of that nation, and he decided to be Megayer. And now he's coming with his son, is now learning in a cheder. Rabbi I listened to this unbelievable thing. A person was affected by just seeing what a true Adam HaSholem could look like. And this goes with a story I heard on Pesach from one of the great-grandchildren of Rabbi Moshe Aaron Stern, who was the, the, this person's grandfather. 
And Rav Moshe Ehrenstern's grandfather was the famous Rav Yaakov Yosef Herman, who was the famous father of Mrs. Shane, who wrote the famous book, All for the Boss. Rabbi Yaakov Yosef Herman lived in the, in, the, in the early 1900s in the United States, and he was a from Yid, and everything was all for the boss. He had everything for the big boss, for the Rabbani Shalom. And he changed so many people's lives, and he sent many people to yeshivas. And all the Gedolim, when they came from Europe, they used to stay by Yaakov Yosef Herman's house. Now listen to this unbelievable story. This descendant of Rabbi Yaakov Yosef Herman said that two weeks before Pesach, he is the caterer for the program that is in Karen B'Yavna, and I heard the story from him. He said he just heard the story from one of the Dayanim, from the Besden of Reb Nissen Karelitz. Reb Nissen Karelitz was a nephew of the Chazanish, was one of the great Gedolim and Poskimir. He passed away already, but his Besden is considered the premier Besden, and especially in the area of Geirus, it's considered a very, very well sought after Besden for Geirim to get a, a, a Geirus, which is considered accepted in the from world. So a couple came with their daughter, an American couple, again, a younger man. They came with their daughter and they came to the Besden. And this uh, post had told the story. This just took place around a month ago. And they said, we are now in the parish of Shaduchim for our daughter. Our daughter is learning in a very good uh, uh, seminary in Israel. It could be she was even in BJJ. And we were told that we have to be concerned because we ourselves became Gerim over 20-some-odd years ago in a Chashva Bezdin in America. But today, in order to be able to be assured that you're, you won't have any problems when you come to Eretz Yisrael, and there could be a Shidduch we made for someone who wants to live in Eretz Yisrael, we were told that we have to get a special issue, a special documentation from this Bezdin. So the Bezdin started asking him, well, tell us a little bit about your story. So the couple said like this, the truth is we were both Goyim, and my wife and I live together, which is the normal normalcy in America. But we were considered human and moral. And then we made a decision, we're going to get married together and we're going to have children. And approximately two weeks before the wedding, my wife came home. She had a dentist appointment. She was in a dentist office by a Jewish dentist. It seemed must have been a from, a from dentist. And she started reading a book. And the book was the book All for the Boss. And in it, she got to know who this great Rabbi Yaakov Herm, Yosef Herman was, she decided when she came home, she says, you know, if there, there was such a person that was created, I heard the stories I heard about him, the way he was so honest, the way he was so dedicated, the way he was so holy, I want to be part of this holy people. So the boyfriend who was about to become a husband said, uh, that's very nice, but you know, I think that's a little bit drastic and, uh, and I'm not so interested, I'm not interested in becoming Jewish. She says, listen, i got to be honest with you. I'm interested, and this is what I'm going to do, and I'm even willing, if it has to be, that we're going to split up. So I said, well, hold your horses. Let me think about it a little bit. And after two days, he said, you know what? <coughs> Let me read the book, too. So he read the book, and the same thing happened to him. He was transformed. Couldn't get over. And he said, we both decided to become Jewish because of the book, All for the Boss. And now, 20 years later, they have a daughter's learning in seminary, and they want to get a Geirus, and everything was checked into. They were able to get the Ishur from the Besdin, and this is what happened. Rabbi said, listen to this. This is the Adam HaShalem, a person that lived and died already and passed away, but he had an effect and was written in a book, and people themselves understood when they read the book, this is what we want to become part of. We want to become part of the Adam HaShalem. Rabbi said, 
Rebetzin Bruria David was the daughter of one of the greatest people who created Anoshim Shalemim, the Talmidim of Rav Hutner. Rav Hutner and his daughter, who was a complete, complete Talmidah. She wrote many of the Svarim. She was with him, and on the time when they were in uh, Jordan, when they were uh, captured by Palestinian terrorists, a famous story in the 1970s, 1971, 1972. And for three weeks, Rav Hutner was there, and the things that her and her husband, Rabbi Yonison, and the Rosh Hashiva, and other Talmidim that were there did when they were there, and they just kept Yiddishkeit, and they didn't need anything which was treif. And at one point they called Rabbi Yonison, and they said that they, they were thinking about they were maybe going to take him out to kill him. <clears throat> and he wore a talus and tefillin. And Rebetzin David wrote over the Shi'urim on Shavuos that her father had everything ready for print, and it was taken by the Arabs, and they destroyed them, and she she rewrote them from memory together with the help of her husband, and she taught so many, so many Talmudot, and what was the message? The message was to be a Bas Torah, to be someone that will marry a Ben Torah, that will be someone that will depict what it means to be the Adam HaSholim. Rabbi Sai, I want to mention one other thing over here. I saw that they bring down, that the Zayar says in this week's parsha that just like a person gets an Einish for speaking Lashon Hara, he also gets an Einish for not speaking a good word. Do you hear that? If I could speak a good word, I could lift up a person's spirit, and I don't do it, it's similar to the Indian of Lashon Hara. Because what is Lashon Hara? Lashon Hara is speaking something which is going to create a kilkel, is going to create a tumah, is going to create a separation between a Jew and another Jew, which creates a separation between a Jew and the Rabbani Shalom. The tikkun is to speak good words. If a person has the ability to speak uplifting words, to say a good morning to somebody, to, to just to say, hey, how, I was in the, I was, I went to, to Kofix today to get a, to get a cup of coffee. And I said, Chodesh Top Mubarach, wish a person a good cheer. This is really what a Jew has to do. And I saw a Misa that a, a a year that was Makarv Yidden in prison, and they had a hardened Jewish criminal who was a prisoner who was up for very, very dangerous crimes. And he looked the part with, with piercings and everything, and he was built, and he was he was a guy that was working out the whole day, and no one wanted to deal with him. And this Yid went in, and he went into his prison cell, and he said, please tell me your story. And he started telling him the story about what kind of upbringing he had, and what kind of difficulties he went, what kind of abuse he had. And the, the Yid was not afraid, and he said to him, you know, you can always do tshuva. He says, what should I do for tshuva? He says, let's start with tefillin. He said, okay. And he put on tefillin, and the yid, this, this Jewish prisoner in, here in Israel, says the first time he had tefillin put on him, didn't even have a bar mitzvah. And a week later, he came back, and he said, I was wearing tefillin the whole day, the whole week. And eventually, this person, he said, I want to tell you, you're the first person that saw the light in me. You were able to see the light that was in a Jew. You spoke nicely to me. And eventually this person became rehabilitated and he did tshuva. Rabbi says, speaking good words. We're holding now in the time period of the death of the Talmudian Rabbi Akiva and the mourning. But I saw brought down like a Valdekazach that it says in two places in Shas it speaks about Talmudian Rabbi Akiva. 
In one place it says the Yudbei Zugais calls them the 12,000 Chavrusas. And I heard that a Yeshiva Bacha said, from here we have a Raya that in those days, even though they even though they spoke, even though they were but that was what's called only in a very, very subtle element. It was called Dakus Shebedakus. But essentially, they were still considered friends because there were 24,000 people in the yeshiva. Each one had a chavrusa. That shows what kind of darga they were on. And what we see from over here is that the Adam Hasholem are people that they're together, they're achtas, we're the Adam. And that's why this week's parasha is the parasha of Tazriya Metzorah, where we speak about the, um, we speak about the leprosy, because only a Yid gets leprosy. Only a Yid is such a fine fabric that if he doesn't, if he doesn't say a good word according to the Zorah, doesn't give an uplifting, that's also like speaking Lashon So I want to give a bracha to everybody, but in this Shabbos, Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, make sure you get a special Michael. But most importantly, speak good words, speak uplifting words. And if we'll do that, then this month is the month of Ir, which we know stands for Ani Hashem Refecha. HaKadosh Baruch will heal us. As you can hear, I'm a little bit hoarse, hearing and hoarse from the change in the weather here in Eretz Yisrael. But we know that this month is a month that's Mesugal. And we're counting the days in order to get closer to the giving of the Torah in our Sinai. HaKadosh Baruch should give us the perspective to see the Anashim Gedolim that we had in our midst, the Rebetzins and the Rabbanim and the ones that built Chinuch. And we should be Zoycher Mitzvah through our Deburim Toivim to make a Tikkun. And that will be the, instead of having the the Nega, it will be the Oinig. And instead of having the Tzaras, we'll have the the instead of having the Mitzayra, we will have the go out of the Meitzar, will be Mirzashem to Atzeres, will be Gzoycha to the Yontif of Shuas, wishing everyone a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos, a wonderful Chaydish. We should be Gzoycha to the Gula Shleima, Bimherov Yamenu, Amen Vamein. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.